And what is up, everyone? Welcome to the Gridiron Fantasy Football Podcast for Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. And I'm Chip, I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share our podcast, you can find us over on Apple and Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you'd like to watch us, you can watch us over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So please hit subscribe, support the show, hit the bell so you don't miss any more episodes. And generally, we don't do a podcast on Wednesday. Generally, I wait until Friday to post all the the matchups, and I generally do like a weekly Thursday night preview. But this is a special episode. We got I'm gonna go over all of the Thursday Thanksgiving games, um, and you know I think this is important. I think that you know it's it's fun to kind of have this Thanksgiving day where we can watch games and be with family. Um, I guess it depends on what state you're in because if you're um, I would say on the West Coast, they're pretty much on lockdown. But if you're anywhere else in the country, you're probably going to celebrate Thanksgiving with some of your friends and family. But um, just one of those things where Thanksgiving is going to be a lot different this year. But, you know, we still got football. I still got to go over the matchups and all my starts and sits for, you know, week 12. So we're getting to the to the end of the season. This is where you're going to make your push for the playoffs if you have not uh, secured a spot yet. But you know, it's this is a fun part of the season. I love Thanksgiving days, uh, like you know Thanksgiving Day, you know football games, just a lot of tradition, a lot of um, good memories on Thanksgiving when it comes to just watching football. So hopefully, you all be able to watch some good games on Thanksgiving and and just have some fun with your your family and friends and enjoy some good food. So with that being the case. I'm going to go over some of the injury news so far that we have for the week. Now, I'm only going to go over the injury news pertaining to the games that are being played on Thanksgiving. And I want to start with the first game with Detroit. Uh, so Kenny, uh, Kenny Galladay was held out of Tuesday's practice after getting a limited session on Monday. So he's been dealing with a hip injury. So it's not very clear yet if he's going to play Thursday. Um, and then DeAndre Swift, he's dealing with a concussion. He did, He did return to practice at a limited basis on Tuesday. Now, this does not necessarily mean that he's going to play on Thursday. You know, hopefully on on you know Wednesday he's gonna have a more um more participation in practice. But the problem is is that we've we've seen this with people in the concussion protocol and players in the concussion protocol. I know the left guard for the Bucks has been the concussion protocol and has been practiced for the last couple of weeks and he's missed the last couple of games. So just because DeAndre Swift is practicing does not necessarily mean he's going to play. But that is, that is encouraging that he is practicing. So you just definitely want to you know be aware of all the news going on with the inactives and actives for that game. But hopefully he can play because this is a this is a good matchup for DeAndre Swift if he's able to play. And then going on to Washington, uh, nothing nothing major here. But Terry McLaurin he's dealing with an ankle injury, but he was limited on practice on Tuesday. Doesn't seem any. Doesn't seem like anything out of the ordinary. Anything that would keep him from you know playing on Thursday, but still something to monitor. He has a very good matchup against the Cowboys. So um, all in all, I I I am pretty certain that he's going to play Thursday. Um, and then going on to the Thursday night game, we have the Steelers and the Ravens. And right now, for Pittsburgh, Juju has uh, practiced. He returned to practice on Tuesday, and he was limited. You know he. He stepped awkwardly on, I don't know if you watched the game on Sunday, but he was running off the field and there was a, a penalty flag on the on the field and he 
stepped on it awkwardly. And, you know, it was just kind of a freaky accident type of injury. But, you know, he was limited. So something to monitor. Very tough matchup against the Ravens on Thursday. But it's just something that, you know, you want to kind of, kind of check because a lot of people do have to play Juju. So even though Juju has been pretty non-existent this year, um, he had a couple go, go, good games here and there. But, you know, Juju, you know, he's there's a tough matchup, you know, against the Ravens, but hopefully he can play. And then Ravens, don't forget that Ravens had to, you know, place J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram on the COVID-19 list. There's no chance that they're going to play Thursday night. So just something to monitor as well, because obviously, you know, if you have a chance to pick up Gus Edwards, he's a good play in a sense of a workload opportunity type of situation. Not a good matchup, but if you're hurting that running back, if you're a person who had J.K. Dobbins or Mark Ingram, at least you have a backup if you're able to get them off the waiver wire. So that's all the news that pertain to all the Thanksgiving Day, uh, all the Thanksgiving Day games. And now I'm gonna go into all my starts and sits for all those games. I'm gonna start off with I'm gonna go game by game. Um, so the first game that we have on Thanksgiving is the Texans versus the Detroit Lions. And the Houston Texans are favored by three points. And this is an over-under of uh, 51.5. Now, we saw the, the Lions get shut out by the Panthers on Sunday. And the Texans had a very good game against the Patriots on Sunday. So uh, this, I mean, there's a lot of fantasy-relevant players in this game, which I, when I was going over this game, very surprising that there were so many actually relative players. You know, when it comes to the quarterback position, you know, I do have Deshaun Watson and both Matthew Stafford and Deshaun Watson as starting caliber quarterbacks this week. Uh, very good matchups for both quarterbacks. Um, and then when it comes to running back, I do have DeAndre Swift as a starter in this game. Now, obviously, if he's active, you play him. But he has been limited in practice, like I mentioned. So, obviously, if he does not play, that means if you're DeAndre Swift owner, you're going to have to pivot to either Adrian Peterson or Carryon Johnson. I technically like Adrian Peterson a lot more than Carryon Johnson, so that were that's where I would go. But um, that's only if DeAndre Swift is inactive. And then I think Duke Johnson. This is a good play for Duke Johnson. Uh, I think that he is going against a very bad, you know, rush defense for the Lions. So I think that he could have a very good game uh, on Thursday. And then at wide receiver, I got Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks as starters in this game. You know, I think that they've now solidified their role in that offense with with Deshaun Watson. So I think that these guys are are good plays for this week against the Lions. And I think on the Lions side of the ball, I think Marvin Jones is a, a good play as well. We know that the Texans give up a lot of points um, to fancy wide receivers. We know that they give up a lot of yards in general to opposing offenses. So Marvin Jones, if... You know, Kenny Galladay is not playing. He's a decent play this week as well. And at tight end, you're going to play TJ Hawkinson. And, you know, like I said, a lot of good, fancy, relevant players for the first game of the day. Um, when it comes to flex, I don't have anybody that's really flex relevant in this game. Uh, for my boom bust candidates, I do have Adrian Peterson and Carrion Johnson here. They're in this they're in this spot because of what's going on with DeAndre Swift. You can't rely on these guys doing DeAndre Swift type things because of the skill set. I mean, DeAndre Swift is the better running back. So if you're hurting at running back and you need to play somebody, like I said, Adrian Peterson is a boom bust type of player. You know, this is, you got to be careful though, because if you're the fringe on making the playoffs and you need to have a win this week, 
Do you want to put your trust in Adrian Peterson? See if there's anybody else out there that's better. You know, obviously there's the trade deadline. The trade deadline is November 30th for most leagues. So if that's the case, try to to finagle a trade that maybe will give you a better option to play, you know, in week 12. But uh, those are boom bust candidates. And then I said, like, Kenny Galladay, if he's playing, you're going to start him. But it looks like he's not going to play. And then Jordan Aikens. So Jordan Aikens had a very good game against the Patriots on Sunday. He's starting to get more, you know, involved in the offense. Now, do you want to trust a tight end that you haven't really seen do much throughout the whole entire season? If it was me, I'm not playing Jordan Aikens. I'm going to play someone else that has better upside. But, you know, a lot of people, you know, there's there's no bye weeks this week. So there should be any reason for you not have your tight end available. I guarantee you there will be tight ends on the waiver wire that you can probably play that may have a better matchup than Jordan Aikens. Um, so, you know, there's there's no sits in this game based on all the options I have for you. Generally in these podcasts, I try to give you only the players I feel like are relevant for these games. Now, there are always going to be those fringe type of players I have in my sit category, but as of right now, um, no one on that list. And like I was saying, like when it comes to Detroit, Detroit gives up the most fancy points to the running back. So Duke Johnson is a strong play in this game. And then the funny thing is the Texans are second. So that was one of the notes I had about this game is that Duke Johnson should have a very good game on Thursday. However, if DeAndre Swift is not playing, I just don't know how that translates to what Adrian Peterson and on Johnson can do. So just something to look at. There is a favorable matchup for running backs for this game. So just something to think about for this one. Now going on to the second game for Thanksgiving, we have the Washington football team going to Dallas to play the Cowboys. Now Dallas is favored by three points in this game. The over-under is 46. Now when it comes to must-starts in this game, I have you know, Ezekiel Elliott. Obviously, he's a he's a must start. He's always a must start every single week. I do have Antonio Gibson here as well. Um, at wide receiver, I have Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper. Now, this is gonna. I'll get to the point why I think Amari Cooper is gonna have a harder time in this game, but I still think you play him. And then at tight end, I think that Dalton Schultz is more of a fringe tight end one, so you can play him. But it is gonna be a tough matchup. Just let you know flat out. These are guys that you can start, but have low expectations because Washington has a very good defense. Um, but at the flex, I have J.D. McKissick and C.D. Lamb here. I think that it was encouraging to see C.D. Lamb get the targets and get a touchdown on Sunday. You know, J.D. McKissick, you know, he's one of those guys where he was getting a bunch of targets. He was getting double-digit targets the last couple games on Sunday. He was held to single digits when it comes to the targets. So, you know, it... I see that this could be a game where J.D. McKissick gets more of the targets just because of how bad the defense is for the Cowboys. But I think that he definitely deserves some flex consideration. And then when it comes to boom bust for this game, I have Tony Pollard here. You know, we know that Zeke is the workhorse running back for the Cowboys. However, just like last week, Tony Pollard does get carries. And at any moment, he could, he could bust out a long run. So, if you're in that situation where you're in deeper leagues and you need to start somebody, you know, Tony Pollard may be a, an option there, but I always say look for better options if there are there's ones available in your league. Um, and then Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup's a boom bust for me. I feel like he's like third, the third and fourth option to Andy Dalton. So he's not really a playable piece, but like I said, if you need the opportunity for a, you know, high risk, high reward type of player, you know, Michael Gallup is talented and the way Washington is against the pass, he could have an opportunity that gives you a 
a you know a good play because of the how good their defense is. I mean, it's hard for no regardless of how good a defense is, you can't guard everybody. And then Michael Gallup is that talented where he could beat you know you know single coverage. And then when it comes to my sits for this game, you know I have Andy Dalton and Alex Smith here for my sits. It's only because. You know, most people who are listening to the podcast play in in one quarterback leagues. Now, I play in a two quarterback league. So, Andy Dalton and Alex Smith are friends QB twos in this matchup. You know, it's one of those things where it's not the sexiest match. I think you know Alex Smith has a better play this game than Alex or than Andy Dalton. But the problem is Andy Dalton has he's a tougher matchup against the Washington defense, but he has the better the better weapons around him. So. Um, like I was saying, like Washington is number one in pass defense and they give the second fewest yards or fancy points to wide receivers. So with that being the case, that's why I'm saying you have to play Amari Cooper. I think CeeDee Lamb's a good play, but you have to have low expectations because this Washington defense is legit. Um, but like I said, you can't you can't bench Amari Cooper. You have to play him. I mean, he's he's gaining the targets. He's having, you know, a decent game, you know, on Sunday. So I think that you, that carries over and hopefully you know, it being a home game as well gives, you know, gives a little more um, direction to Amari Cooper having a better game and the the, the Cowboys offense in the whole. So um, that's it for that game. And then going to the Thursday night football game, we got the Ravens versus Steelers. You know, the Steelers are trying to keep the undefeated record alive. They're 10 and 0, but this is a tough matchup. I mean, Pittsburgh is favored by five and a half points and the over under is 44.5. So this can be a very, low scoring game just because Baltimore and Pittsburgh have two stout defenses. I love watching this matchup every year. I love the physicality of these two teams. I like how they're the makeup of this team is. So um, this is going to be a very fun Thursday night game. Um, it may not be fun fancy wise because of, you know, the, the, how good the two defenses are, but when it comes to who you're starting, you're going to start Lamar Jackson, you know, Lamar Jackson, he's too talented to, to, to sit um, now, if you're in a one quarterback league, you may look for different streamer options, but Lamar Jackson, two quarterback leagues, you have to play same for big Ben. You know, I have to play big Ben. I'm in a two quarterback league, so I have to play big Ben this, this week. I play him every week, obviously, but, um, it's one of those things where you, you have a little more wiggle room when you're in a one quarterback league because you can find different streamers that have, that have better matchups, but you know, you got to play those two guys, James Conner. You know, James Conner and both James Conner and Gus Edwards are RB2s for me this week. They're not guys that I think are going to give you RB1 type of numbers. I think you have to have low expectations overall for this game because of how tough the matchups are on both sides of the ball. And then I think I tied it. I think Mark Andrews, it's a decent play. Like I said, the, the Steelers defense is very good against the wide receiver, the run back, and tight end. But Lamar Jackson has to throw to somebody. Marquise Brown, he's a sit for me. He's not been doing anything. Now, I know that Des Bryant got involved last week as well. So this game could go either way for me in a sense like of you you expect a low scoring defensive type of game. And what if we get like this huge shootout? Like I wouldn't be surprised because this is how fancy goes. But um, when it comes to the flex, I think every wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers can be considered there. I think it goes to Deontay Johnson, Juju and Chase uh, Claypool just because they they can spread the ball. They're too talented to sit. I mean... If you have the luxury to sit one of these guys, then great. But, you know, th- this is a pass-first offense, and there's a lot of weapons here. So I think that Chase Claypool, Dante Johnson, and Juju could have decent games. Now, obviously, that's pending if Juju can play. So 
when it comes to my boom bust for this game, it's Eric Ebron. You know, Eric Ebron, his, he's one of those guys where you don't play him. He scores a touchdown. You play him. He does nothing for you. So that's that's why I have him at a boom bust, just because he's just not a guy that um, I can trust, especially against a defense like this. And like I mentioned, my sits for this game are Marquise Brown and Des Bryant. You know, Marquise Brown, like I said, you know, he's he's doing nothing. Like he was he's been kind of a disappointment in a sense of fantasy football wise. He was a guy that a lot of people had as their breakout star. You know, he showed a lot of promise in the last, you know, half of last season, but then hasn't really done much this year. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just him and Lamar Jackson not being on the same page. But it's just starting to get to the point where Marquise Brown is a droppable piece and he's definitely not playable, definitely not in this matchup. But the reason why I say this is because Pittsburgh, their third in pass defense, their second fewest to, you know, they give the second fewest fancy points to the running back. So that's why I was talking about Gus Edwards to have low expectations about him because the Steelers are just too good. And then they're first against quarterback. So Lamar Jackson, he's definitely a play because he's so elite. But, you know, the Steelers are first against the quarterback. Now the Ravens are fourth against the wide receiver, so that's what I'm saying. You can have Dante Johnson in your on your lineup, same as Juju and Chase Claypool, but this is wherever you go. There's there's going to be limitations. So overall, I think these are a good slate of games for Thanksgiving. I think we'll be very entertained. Um, I always like watching, you know, I always like watching these games, especially with the Lions and the Cowboys, because they always go back to their throwback uniforms. So that's always going to be fun. And I'm not sure what the Steelers would do. Usually they do like their Bumblebee type of uniforms. I know they're super ugly, but I think they're definitely uh, cool to look at when you're, you know, you only see them once a year. But hopefully they'll be able to do that. And the Ravens don't have a throwback uniform, so they're going to go back to their, their their general uniform that they have. But like I said, those are the Thanksgiving games. Those are the all the starts and sits for that game or all those games. So, you know, on Friday, I'm going to drop all the rest of the matchups for week 11 or I'm sorry, for week 12 and all my starts and sits. So don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss that episode. But if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at The Great Iron Pod. You can find us over on Instagram at Great Iron and Fancy Football. So, you know, give us a follow. You know, I try to keep everything up to date. I try to tweet things out as much as I can as I get information. So sometimes I try to do the videos as late as I can to get all the information, but sometimes things change. So if you follow us on social media, You'll be able to get all my tweets and my retweets of all the things that are fancy football related. So I hope everyone has a fun and safe Thanksgiving. And I hope that you're able to get a good start to your fancy uh, week in week 12. But like I said, check us back out on Friday when I do all the other matchups. So happy Thanksgiving and take care. We'll see you on Friday.